the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is The Rob Black Show. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Boy, that Chargers-Raiders game was a, a day of all days ending in bliss if you're an NFL fan. Um, and from California, right? San Francisco worked their way into the playoffs with a little bit of overtime magic. The Raiders did the same exact thing in the following game. To end a long day of football for many Americans, it was pretty epic. Now let's talk stock market. Can the drama on the market top that? Well, last week, NASDAQ opened its first week of the year down 4.5% in one week. That's a lot. We'll be at zero on the NASDAQ by the end of the year if we keep going down 4.5% each week, every week, but that's not going to happen. I've never seen the NASDAQ or the Dow or the S&P 500 hit zero, but people act in fear like it could. We've had 10 great up years in the markets. We're going to start with volatility in 2022 because we're introducing the I word. Never, ever say this around anyone who cares about investing their money. Inflation. Oh, I said it. The S&P 500 is down 1.8% for the year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down one quarter of a percent. The 10-year Treasury is the problem sitting at 1.78% after last year, basically hanging out between 1.2 and 1.5, kind of settling in towards creeping higher towards 1.6 the back half of the year. Now, all of a sudden, every time we had hit 1.6 last year, the markets would panic and sell down, buy an opportunity. Now we're talking about 1.8. Bitcoin down 9% for the year, sitting at 42,400. That's all in one week. In workplaces across the country, and I found this out not two days ago during the weekend, but 10 days ago, Flights across America started getting canceled aggressively as people came back from Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, and they started coughing. They got COVID. They asked their colleagues to cover work for them. Sometimes flights were canceled. Sometimes hotels couldn't you know, get enough people in. Restaurants couldn't fit enough. Staffing has been an issue. It's flaring up again. U.S. is averaging about 650,000 cases a day. When you get diagnosed, go home for five days and don't go to work is causing a labor disruption at the start of the year. Now, there's also a big undercount where people are testing at home, and we don't know if they're admitting it or not going to work. We don't know. We just know a lot of people aren't showing up for work. Up to 5 million U.S. workers were forced to stay home last week. That means about 3% of the labor force. Hope he didn't need open-heart surgery last week because it was tough finding a doctor. It was tough finding nurses. 20% of U.S. hospitals reported critical staffing shortages last week. One California superintendent taught a high school physics class last week after 300 teachers were absent from schools. Alaska Airlines canceled 10% of its flight for the remainder of January. For the remainder of January? Wait, wait, aren't we on the 10th? Yep. 
So there's a labor disruption here. Then there's the Omicron. Some people are still afraid, which is totally makes sense. But there's also blizzards dumping snow and shutting down parts of America. It is a wild, wild time. Walmart and Amazon, two of the largest employers in the United States, they cut paid leave last week after the CDC shortened its isolation guidance for infected people. Trying to get you to come back. So last week, the big theme was the tech sell-off. Investors and tech companies are quickly learning, and even cryptocurrencies, that they don't always go up. Last week, the tech-heavy Nasdaq fell 4.5%. Got to look at the bond market right now. And here's the issue on some of these tech names that are getting hit. In the short term, people are trying to book some of their winners and put them into safety, whether it be cash or energy stocks or bank stocks, whatever they find safety to be determined for them. Over the next three to five years, the big tech companies will find their footing. Maybe even way before that, maybe today. But in the midterm to long-term, interest rates don't mean that much to valuations tech stocks. But if you're a trader, they should mean the whole world to you. So if you're short-term focused versus long-term focused, I look at stocks that pull back 10, 20, 30, 40% as buying opportunities, not as, oh man, all my wealth is going down the paper drain. Paper drain because it's not realized yet, right? So risk sentiment has been pressured by Concerns surrounding rates and Fed's indication to tighten policy more aggressively. Senator Joe Manchin said he is no longer interested in passing any legislation resembling the Build Back Better Act. So the Biden administration has to pivot to try to pass individual bills that were containing a very big bill. And who's going to lose out? Probably the people who voted for Joe when he said, you know, I'm going to try to wipe out college costs and college uh, debt. There was an old skit on In Living Color, Homie the Clown. And kids would come up to Homie and Homie was a sad clown. And the kids would say, Homie, Homie, make a balloon. And he'd go, Homie, don't play that game. Joe Manchin ain't playing. And the Republicans aren't going to help Joe Biden's popularity, which is not great. Got a little bit of a, a pickup in polls last week after he was very fiery about January 6th. I guess we like seeing our president's fiery. Take-Two Interactive is going to acquire all the outstanding shares of Zynga. In a cash and stock transaction valued at $9.86, Zynga up 50% on the news. Take-Two Interactive down 10% on the news. Take-Two Interactive makes video games, and they've got some very aggressive video games planned, including the next installment of Grand Theft Auto. And a game called Bully, which is, we don't know anything about, but the gaming world's really excited about it, even though, oh, Bully 2, a sequel. The gaming world's excited by it. So Take-Two is clearly having problems getting stuff out the door, product. And one of the things they're doing is saying, hey, we could buy Zynga, who already has games that we can you know, fire their secretaries of vice presidential development, like, Oh man, that's what I see. I see them getting product 
and them letting go a lot of employees. Uh, that's how they'll make this deal work. So that's how we're starting off today. Um, it's pretty rough out there again. Uh, NVIDIA is down 15 bucks. Um, McDonald's is down four. Visa is down nine. Comcast is up. Pepsi's up. Coca-Cola consumer staples are up. We got to have our broadband internet with Comcast and Pepsi and Coke make sodas. Um, so not all money is leaving the markets today, but a large part of it is getting crushed in tech yet again. Taking a look at the numbers today, we opened considerably lower. So the theme of the year, sell high valuation stocks and buy things like energy, utilities, consumer staples, finance, and industrials seem to still be working. The SP 500 is down to 82. The Dow is down 500. The NASDAQ down 350. NASDAQ's getting the worst of it. Oil's lower. Stocks are falling as tech shares renew their big declines. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Some of the top headlines today. Pizza Hut is adding Beyond Meat sausage cating menus permanently. <clears throat> Very tough to get excited by that. COVID-19 flare-ups and lockdowns in China are disrupting the supply chain again. That's not good news. But typically last year, we saw the supply chain get rocked when we would do stories about there's 60 container boats outside of the Los Angeles ports waiting to duck. One week later, there's 72 ships outside the Los Angeles ports waiting to dock. We don't have enough truck drivers to take all everything in the ports around the country. It was a big story last year. It was kind of like hitting that big pocket of turbulence. Now, this year, the turbulence should get smaller. But this is not a good thing that COVID-19 flare-ups and lockdowns in China disrupting the supply chain. Isn't it great how every country manages COVID slightly differently? China doesn't get around. One person out of one million gets COVID. Everyone stays indoors. An Oregon man is going to jail after buying 15,740 shares of Tesla with pandemic relief funds. Andrew Lloyd pleaded guilty to all three charges and was sentenced to four years in federal prison. Can you imagine hindsight being so 2020, but foresight being so poor? Hindsight is something we're going to look at the correction in the stock market as a good thing. Not everyone should be winners in digital currencies, cryptos. Not everyone should be winners in tech stocks. Not everyone should be winners in diversified portfolios. There should be times where they underperform. Market is made up of buyers and sellers, not just. Okay. Let's turn the page, shall we? Um, once again, proof that you're never, ever, never going to find me on a cruise. Some cruise passengers and staff infected with COVID-19 say they were served rotten food and left without water for hours. Um, COVID-19 and cruises just 
they don't go together. I don't like cruises because I have a recurring nightmare that Kathy Lee Gifford's going to be stuck in my stateroom and she's going to be singing me show tunes. And every chance I almost get out, she, she belts out like memories by cats and I'm like, no. But now COVID-19 has put a double whammy in me. I will never get on a cruise ship. I don't care how old I am. I don't care how much I want to see like the Alaskan snow glaciers. Now, uh, Frank Rebello, pastor on Norwegian getaway, told the outlet, news outlet Reuters that after contracting COVID-19, he was forced to isolate in his room and could only order food from the room service menu. Um, he said they were giving us the minimum to survive. Now, that's not actually that bad, I'm assuming, but cases on board cruise ships have been rising in recent weeks. U.S. cruise ships at sea had confirmed or suspected COVID-19 cases on board. CDC's had to jump in and say, you know, 91 cases is, is crazy. We can't let you on to deport. Is that what it's called when you come into port? Do you deport the, the boat? Um, I don't know what it's called. To get off the boat. So this is just, again, a bigger picture of the problems that we're still facing. Omicron may not kill if you've been vaccinated. It could still be a pretty nasty bite for immune-compromised people vaccinated and the unvaccinated. That's the general, general statement on it. Obviously, it's going to depend on everyone responding differently to infections and diseases, but um, it's a little bit of a show right now, in my opinion, for lack of a better word of saying it any other way. So I think I've hit the top stories of the day. Um, Amazon warehouse managers describe cutthroat working conditions. Amazon's going to have to get better at PR. Um, too many Americans work there. From the time you order a package, it takes about 42 seconds for it to be processed. It is crazy how fast the world is moving right now. Facebook's parent company, also known as Meta, has just signed a huge lease in Austin, Texas. They're going to rent 589,000 square feet of office space for over 33 floors. The city's soon to be largest skyscraper. What's interesting about that is, again, it's not Silicon Valley. Because the guy who lives in the Bay Area, that's bad news if you own Bay Area real estate. Alphabet's secret quantum technology group plans to spin out into an independent company. The company is known as Sandbox. It focuses on software and experimental quantum projects. Um, that was part of the whole Google changing their name to Alphabet. And uh, they were going to have Waymo for the letter W, 23andMe for genetics. Um, one of their, their inside projects was Sandbox, which does experimental quantum projects. I know nothing about. Now, here's the thing on spinoffs. They're usually well-received by Wall Street if they're done properly. The parent company paid the expenses for this company and developed the technology. Now they're going to spin it off to the public, probably at a premium. They're not shutting down the business. They're not spinning off a weak business. They're not selling it off quickly. Spin it off into a publicly traded company means there's some sizzle to sell to the venture capitalists. Blockchain platform Solana's market cap has gone up 62,000% in the past year. Experts say it may soon become one of the top three cryptocurrencies with Ether 
and Bitcoin, and that it eventually could be a Bitcoin killer because it seems to have more practical daily transaction value. A software engineer is talking about coding camps. It was an article that I read over the weekend. And again, it just continues to remind me that we're kind of educating our kids in the wrong way. We should be implementing more coding and financial lessons into high school than what we currently are. I feel that our education system is very much so Little House on the Prairie business model. Um, I.e. it worked 200 years ago, it should work today. Now, California has been very progressive about some of their high schools. Um, I know in Santa Barbara, you could say, I want to go to the acting and theater high school, or you could apply to go to the computer and engineering high school. It's getting in the right direction. It's not there yet. Disney has patented a new virtual world simulator technology. They've won approval for the patent to project 3D images on objects throughout parks. The tech would track visitors and project, uh, project personalized images for them without needing headsets or uh, goggles. Um, the amount of patent work we're going to see in the next couple of years about the metaverse. I don't have a college age kid, but if I did, I'd say you might want to go to law school and become an intellectual property uh, lawyer. Cause you're going to be well, well, well in demand for many years to come. Um, instead of being designated for mass entertainment, the device would track individual park visitors to personalize the projections. And again, I think there's going to be a lot of hype. There's going to be a lot of hardware sold into creating that hype. I think the creations are going to be less impressive than we want them to be, but the hardware sales are going to be real in augmented reality and virtual reality. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. An education first approach to managing your money. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening. The markets opened up lower, extending last week's theme of panic, shoot, ask questions later. Inflation is, it's, it's, I've said this before, and now you really understand. Some people are afraid of Jason Voorhees, the hockey-wearing mask killer from Friday the 13th series. Some people are afraid of Freddy Krueger, the guy who plays in our nightmares and kills us for real. Some people are afraid of inflation in my world. It's the I word. As a 20-year-old man, let's go back to my teens. When I was eight years old, I remember asking my mom for a quarter so I could go buy a soda from the soda machine. And it turned into 50 cents. And my mom would, she was bellyaching. She'd be like, oh, going through my purse. Let's see, I got one quarter. I got a dime, a dime, and a nickel. Back when we used coins, right? Remember those days? And the price of the soda has gone from 25 cents to 50 cents to a dollar. And at 50 cents, you're like, someone has to drive this soda. Someone has to make the soda and put it in a can and refrigerate and drive it all the way here and put it in the machine and then wait for Rob to get thirsty and pop the quarters in and deliver him a hot, uh, cold, ice cold soda. How much is a soda now? Two bucks, 50 cents at a uh, machine. I mean, they're taking credit cards. They're not even taking coins anymore. Inflation is the boogeyman. How much was the uh, 
first apartment you rented versus how much it would it cost today. If you're going to go back to your apartment that you rented 25 years ago and see what the rents are today, you'd be like, wow, I used to have a deal. You know, who's losing their minds right now. Landlords who are involved with rent control where the city says you're not allowed to raise rent except for 2% a year because they're missing out in their minds and they're mad the government's telling them to do that. Okay, so Bitcoin is testing some lows. Um, Kind of a dramatic day out there. 10-year treasury has hit 1.8%. The Fed will probably be more normalized when the 10-year treasury hits 2.5%. Let me explain. 25 years ago when I got into this industry, I said, when the 10-year treasury is under 3.5%, I buy stocks. When the 10-year treasury is above 3.5% to 4%, I buy bonds. For 25 years, I haven't bought bonds because the 10-year treasury has been too low. And I went lower and lower and lower. And it made the stock returns snowball faster and faster and faster. I created more wealth in the last three years than I did in 20 years because of low interest rates. Now, as interest rates go back up, I hope not to lose all that wealth. I hope to hold on to some of it, but I know it's also part of the game. So is this the white before their eyes? Don't shoot till you can see the white of their eyes. What was that? Some revolutionary war strategy. How about I shoot when I think I can hit the person? <laughs> like I'd feel a little better with that advice. Because I'm like, is that white or is that just a little solar flare off his eyes? It's a pretty dramatic market today. Just throwing that out down there for you. Um, Dolphins fired their coach today after saying they wouldn't fire their coach two weeks ago. That's got to suck, right? Um, Taking a look at Bitcoin down 1.3% today, sitting at $41,039. I bring this up because I know a lot of listeners have gotten new into Bitcoin or Ethereum. And interestingly, they've been hit just as stocks have been hit. Um, They're supposed to be non-correlating assets. And what we're finding out is they are not. Um, I'm looking at all the coins today, Binance and Solana and Cardano. Everything's lower. Um, what's your plan? Is that fair for me to ask? I tend not to like that as far as taunting people to know you better be ready for down markets. I bought some Amazon not that long ago. I was up and now I'm down on it. I don't care. It's still the same company and the higher interest rates are a problem in the short term, but not in the longer term. Great companies tend to do their thing. I've always wanted to buy some XYZ stock. And now this is one of those days where maybe I can. It's so interesting because the things that are incredibly boring are incredibly sexy today. Pepsi and Coke are higher. Comcast is sideways, which is kind of higher in a down market. But how about this? Con Edison and Dominion Energy, Duke Energy, all higher. Because you know what? We have to pay our energy bills or they cut it off, right? Good economy, bad economy, higher interest rates, lower interest rates. Um, There's a company that I I have on my screen called Public Storage, and they do exactly what you think. Um, 
honey, we just got a new couch. What do we do with the old couch? Ah, put it in storage. We'll give it to the kids one day. Or your files or something that's junking up your closets. You put it in storage and every month you pay it. Um, it's one of those subscriptions that as we're creating more houses in the United States, as we're creating more homes, we're also creating a lot more stuff that we're putting in storage. Pays a 2.25% dividend yield. Public storage, it's a REIT, a real estate investment trust. So you're kind of getting the business that's on top of the real estate. And they don't pay taxes, so they're a little bit more tax efficient. And as an, as an investor, they share 80 to 90% of their profits with you in the form of dividends. It's not something we talk about on a regular basis, but for me, a portion of my portfolio is always going to be in REITs as an income producer. Some other REITs you can look at, Prologis, they do a lot of storage facilities, warehousings, warehouses, Avalon Bay, equity residential, Boston properties, and extra space storage are the six REITs that I play with on my screen. There's certainly 30 more REITs you can consider buying. You can buy a hospital REIT where they invest in properties that have healthcare on them. You can invest in a movie theater REIT where they invest in properties that have movie theaters on them. Sometimes that little segment of movie theaters or hospitals or automobiles, they can outperform and bring the REIT a little extra performance either on the upside or downside based on public favor. I'm getting very, very off track. So Grand Theft Auto is buying Zynga. The deal is valued at $12.7 billion in cash and stock. Zynga is going to produce mobile versions of hit games like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. I bring this up because a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago, you learned about Farmville and Zynga and how suddenly we're on Facebook or we're on our phones and we have a virtual cow that we're paying real money for. And if you want to add virtual chickens, it's going to be 99 cents. So we all know the Farmville franchise, but in recent years, they've had success with licensing Harry Potter and Star Wars. Zynga also owns Word with Friends. Take two interactive. I feel they're falling behind on their product slate for video games. So they're buying growth with mobile games. They make NBA 2K, Red Dead Redemption 2, Grand Theft Auto, and they just reintroduced all the Grand Theft Auto trilogies. And no one was really all that impressed. It's like, come on, we need some new content. Six months before Take Two releases Grand Theft Auto 6, the next big release that they have. Red Dead Redemption 3, six months before. These are businesses that pull in billions and billions and billions of dollars, more than the movie theater industry. Spider-Man cracks a billion. Companies, uh, products like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption are like, ha, we laugh at that. So Zynga's got nearly 3,000 employees. They're going to work on the creation of new mobile games for many of the iconic franchises. Zynga shares up 50%, take two down 10%. Um, in past years, I've liked Take Two. Uh, now I have to wait for them to digest this acquisition and take a look again to see when do their video games actually look like they're coming out. Last week, Sony showed some virtual reality headsets for this coming Christmas. And I know you're saying it's January, Rob. Why are they doing that now? Like, yeah, yeah, they're going to start building the hype so that next Christmas they're able to sell a lot of them. Now, what stinks 
for Sony is they haven't been able to get a lot of Sony PlayStation 5s and they haven't been able to get everyone a Sony PlayStation 5. But they're going to try to fix that a little bit this year. Then they're going to introduce the hardware that goes with that, uh, the augmented reality, the virtual reality headset. They did announce that one of their big games is going to be available in virtual reality. Um, and they showed a demo and it looks pretty cool and specs are pretty high end. So this year we're going to get augmented glasses from Apple and we're going to get virtual reality glasses from Sony joining Oculus and Meta in the metaverse. Um, so we're not going to be talking about inflation forever. One minute. This too shall pass. AT&T's HBO and Netflix triumph at the Golden Globe Awards. Again, shows us how much things have changed from ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox days. Um, to how premium television now is on a subscription basis. Squid Game star won Best Supporting Actor in a television for his role on the smash hit globally that was produced overseas. I bring that up because that is a slap at Hollywood and California. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. An education first approach to managing your money. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm driving in the car. I'm listening to some alternative rock on on satellite or something along those lines. Um, And my kids, they know the words to every song. I'm like, how do you know this song? I go, it's in a TikTok video. And when you have satellite radio, you turn the dial a couple, a little left, a little right. And what you'll find is there's a channel dedicated to songs from TikTok. And I'm like, wait, wait, I can put it on TikTok radio on satellite radio and my kids watch TikTok at home and they know all this. Yeah. So TikTok has influenced my children's music. Fortunately, it's to the very similar music that I love and enjoy, even as a 50-year-old man, which I've now been listening to this category of for 35 years. Um, when you're 12, you can deal with rock and roll, the Beatles, but then you start saying, you know, that's kind of like my dad's music and you start finding your own. You get the idea. But it's really dawned on me as a father of how powerful TikTok is. And it's a little bit on the upsetting side and a little bit on the wonderful side. When I grew up to get my ideas on vacations, I'd watch ABC and I'd see, you know, Mickey come out in between you know, a couple shows or they'd come up like this year on ABC and you'd see Mickey Mouse come out and he'd like do a whole hour on, Hey kids, we got a new show. And that star might be at a, at a baseball game, which is on ESPN or that star may be at a theme park or New Year's Eve uh, parades, and New Year's day parades. I don't know. New Year's Eve doesn't sound like a good time for a parade, nor does New Year's day. So let's say Christmas parades. And you would see on television, Disneyland. Now Disneyland, Disney World, Disney is harnessing the power of influencers with its Disney's Creator Labs. Using influencers as part of a marketing strategy is nothing new in the day and age of social media. But it's also kind of a warning to me. Like TikTok has become wildly powerful. My industry of radio and television has to compete with TikTok. Disney used to come to radio um, and say, hey, Rob, we know you've got a lot of people who are listening who have money because your show is called Rob Black and Your Money. How about we give the station $10,000 and you run a couple commercials a day for 30 days? My radio station was happy. Everyone was happy. Now, 
Disney is and somewhere in the show, I'd be like, hey, if you want a memorable vacation, even though it's going to cost a lot more money than you have, you should go to Disney. Now Disney says, screw going through Rob and the radio show. Let's go through influencers. Their shows aren't done live. Once it's off, you don't have to wait 21 hours for Rob to come back on. With TikTok, you can get Olivia Jade 24-7, 365. And if you happen to fall in love with Olivia Jade, who is the daughter of, that's right, the college scandal people. She's the most famous uh, influencer that I know. Well, I could even say like one of my uh, family relatives, she's six foot four and she's a tall model and you know, her torso is bigger than some, you know, Victoria's secret models. Like she's a tall glass of water. Um, so clothes fit her differently and the clothing companies come to her and say, Hey, you know, can we give you a $500 for two days of shoots? And you also send it out to all your followers who are following the tall model TikTok, right? Um, so she's circumvented the agent thing. She's circumvented it all by being an influencer and managing her own career. Um, so Disney over the weekend said that they're going to basically expand their hiring of influencers. And I bring this up in large part because things change. And as an investor, you should need to be aware of this. My kids know every song that I would be listening to, but I used to have to find a radio station to do it before there was satellite radio. I live in an area that's not, not good for radio. Uh, signals strength. So Disney's running a, a job description right now, calling for social media savants who have experience in digital marketing, video editing, and an affinity for the Disney brand, including a passion for being in Disney parks. The biggest requirement is for the role is that the new coordinators are savvy on different platform trends. So Disney's hiring people who could do TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter as influencers. Um. Disney pulls in 8 million people to its parks. Um, Disney parks use TikTok platform with the most followers at 4.1 million to share hidden details, exclusive guest experiences, and team members. Um, do you see what's happening here? I'm so tired of seeing Leonardo DiCaprio in movies. I'm so, so tired of it. Meryl Streep, seen it, done it. Yes, she's an amazing actress. I never need to see her in a role again. Do you have any actors need jobs? Do you know how many great actors are the next Meryl Streep's? Like, we're not letting them happen because we're so used to Hollywood of not wanting to like, oh, what if though you cast Rob Black in the part of Leonardo DiCaprio and people don't come? The goal is to find creative ways to build brand trust for Disney. I get it. Loyalty within internal and external audiences. You could pay Olivia Jade a lot less money than you have to pay a radio or TV station to run your advertising. Um, it's interesting to me. Just again, try to pay attention to the trends. And when you find yourself dumbfounded, like, wait, wait, my kids know the song. I used to crawl into my room at nine o'clock and listen to music on the radio. And if a song was on that I didn't like, you had to turn the dial. It's kind of like, shh. My kids, uh, they teach me. Pay attention. Ooh, don't be the goose to future stupid. Bill Gates' climate fund is reportedly planning to invest $15 billion in clean tech. Again, a theme. If you've taken a look at the weather reports in the last five years, you've seen more floods and more hurricanes and more fires and more snowstorms in different parts of the country that usually didn't get snowstorms. 
I'm not saying global warming. That's not the point of the show. I'm just telling you that there's a theme on clean environment, clean energy. It's not going to go away for the foreseeable future. Too many people with money believe in it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.